Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the BSL podcast. I'm joined today by my team member, Mustafa Termizi, and I'm also joined by Saad Khalid, who was eliminated um, just like we were last weekend. And uh, I'll start off with the sponsor first, and the sponsor is also an eliminated member of uh, Sham FC. This episode is brought to you by MohammedShah.ca. Your one-stop shop for your real estate investing needs. Visit muhammadshah.ca to connect with Shah and learn more about what kind of opportunities are out there for you. I also forgot to mention that Umar Jabbar is also on the podcast. And he is also eliminated and he's also on Sham, I believe. Basically, welcome to the Losers Podcast. Yeah, welcome to the Losers <laughs> Podcast. So I'll start with Saad and Umar. How does it feel to be eliminated? Assalamualaikum, everyone. I love how Taqi is qualifying our names with being eliminated constantly, just to <laughs> rub the salt in the wounds. Um, I don't know what kind of psychological warfare this is. The Never mind the fact that we were first place in these guys. Yeah, like, no compliments. Like, you know, like, my name's not Saad Khalid, it's Saad Eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm only saying this because we're all in the same boat. I've, I've literally cheated on my diet since I've been eliminated, I had three <laughs> I'm so depressed and hurt. Had, I had chicken wings today and I couldn't finish them. So I ate cold chicken wings again. That's I don't know what I'm doing anymore at work. It, I'm not even joking. It's affected my work. I've got so many emails. I'm just ignoring them. I don't care. I've been eliminated. So, but tell me, how does it feel to be out? Omar, I'll let you go first. Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, I don't. So basically, um, obviously it doesn't feel good, man. I was just, um, we were just talking about this earlier that I feel like the, some of the players on, um, uh, some of the players uh, on the Masarab, they played so well, especially for what, like that the ball was just on his foot. And yeah, we, we didn't play our game. I thought, I, I do think we could have played better or, um, could have marked our uh, our guys better, but in the first half we were uh, struggling. But the second half is where we really found our stride. Uh, we were controlling the ball a lot more. We moving. We were uh, passing well. We were uh, like you know we had so many more chances. I nearly had my first goal, but like missed it by eight feet. <laughs> that that was uh, that was uh, interesting as well. But yeah, we had so many chances and I just keep thinking about, I'm not sure if Saad is doing the same thing, but I got home. I'm like, man, we, we could have had those three goals, right? We were so close. Mm. Every, that's the that's, worst part. About that's the only thing it. that's in running in my head right now. Could have exactly. had those three goals. Exactly. That's all that runs through my head all day. I'm playing with my son and I'm just thinking about an opportunity that we had to score. But saw this is the yeah, same thing. it's definitely tough it's, it's heartbreaking like i'm i'm really proud of the team um and uh you have to also give credit to our credits due like congratulations to um Masar. like they they showed up with a game plan they there was a lot of pressure in the first half and like omar bhai said we couldn't really play our game so they did a really good job of neutralizing that in the first half so it took us a while to get our kind of gears into play and like, I think um, we were just talking about it before the podcast started. If we had, like, a few more minutes, like, before the game ended, like, we could have, I think, closed it because they were really, like, 
we really had them uh, up against the wall. But you know, yeah, those yeah, are the yeah. things that are gonna play in your head. And like I was talking like to these guys before we started to like how I could have like you know like I felt like I didn't have the best game and could have made some tactical changes. And I'll be thinking about that until next season probably now. I don't know, man. That goal you scored was disgusting. I don't even know how. I don't know. I don't think it was a corner, but I think it was from like a side in or whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. just launched it to the top corner. I think you played really well. You played your heart out, but at the end of the day, they were up two nothing, and you guys came back two two. So, um, I don't. I don't think you guys should be that disappointed. Especially that team is stacked, man. In my opinion. <laughs> But yeah, um, uh, it's tough. It's tough. Like Gibran really like uh, sparked the momentum for us and got me like definitely really pumped up. And like I was like amped. I was like you know I really wanted to get that third goal. And yeah, like we fought hard. So I'm really proud of the team um, for like you know just playing like leaving everything on the field. Yeah, at least you you got you mentioned that you guys finished first place, so you guys at least enjoyed the whole season, dominating every single opponent. You guys didn't lose a game, right? No, no, we had one tie, I believe. Right, Seth? Uh, two ties. So we tied Nasser and we tied um, uh, Samara. Yeah, yeah, so we had a good season. We never lost in regular time, and yeah, we had a. uh, I'm I'm happy with the season. And you know, you obviously want to make it the championship and win, but um, they played a really good game that day, and you know, Fawad played his heart out, and uh, very impressive win by them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mohammed Shah is pretty depressed too about the penalty that he missed coming so. Oh, uh, not not the penalty. He scored. Well, he's he scored the penalty. Yeah, no, I, I was the only one who got the penalty shootout. Yeah. I think he oh, missed an open sorry. netter. I, I meant the I open, he meant an open the netter, open. yeah. Yeah, he had a chance to win the game. And, like, basically it was the 90th minute, and he missed the net. I think if he just got that shot on goal, it was a goal. But it's just, I'm pretty sure that's why he rejected to being on a podcast. <laughs> wow. I feel his pain, man. I'm so down too. But I love. I. I'm Mustafa. How would you feel about our semifinal performance and our season and overall? Uh, you know what? Like, I. I. I mean, I think we played above ex, uh, the expectations we had this season. Like, you could cry a little too. This is like a therapy session. <laughs> Let it all out. I, I, okay, like if I have to think about just the semifinal, then yeah, it is very depressing. I don't want to give any credit to the Maghrib. Like I feel like we were the better team the whole game. Like Adil made two goals out of nothing. I, I might give him a bit of credit. Like he the, he found a way to put it on net. Like yeah. I, I think we had the defender on him on both both the shots that he took, and he still somehow got it in net. And. Uh, but yeah, like I, I think uh, yesterday or today, I was looking back at the score sheet, just looking at like how did we perform compared to them. Like Maghrib is a stacked offensive team. Like they score a lot of goals, and we outshot them in that game. Like we were shooting more than them, and we were creating more chances. We were, we had more dangerous uh, looks at the net, and somehow, we still managed to lose two one. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's literally football, man. Sometimes stuff like that happens. Overall, I think we had a great season. I agree with you. Um, even the semifinals, I think we played well. I don't think a lot of people were expecting us to be pretty, like, well, taking the lead, first of all, and then ending the game by only losing by one. So I think 
we did our best and based on the injuries that we had also i think we performed pretty well um going into the let's go into the finals oh actually and i and the, i just wanted to say that game uh musser versus sham that was one of the most epic games that i've watched in brotherhood because of how physical it was it really lived up to the the, the preview that always uh, had build uh, what was it what was his name ehab versus shaw they had some amazing battles on the pitch like it was fun to watch and then at the end of the day they shook hands too and i i think a lot of guys were talking and for sure we believe that uh shaw is going to draft ehab because i think that's the type of guy that he loves to draft and that's the the dna that he looks for in his team i don't know if you guys feel the same way 100% well, my ankle is swollen he's, he's going to sham second round called it right now my ankle is swollen from that game my my <laughs> pinky toe on my right foot is swollen so ihab definitely left a mark um and yeah uh, i think that would be a good fit Yeah cuz they would definitely be a good fit together. Shaw like likes guys well, when we were talking he said he likes warriors. So I think Saad Khalid definitely qualifies as that. Alvi qualifies as that. Jibs also man he's got a lot of heart too and of course you need some toughness and grit and I think Ehab fits perfectly in his plan. So next year I wouldn't be surprised if he takes some like early very early. Um yeah so let's start moving on to the finals preview here. So how do you feel about your season Ducky? You didn't tell us and your oh, semifinals. Yeah. I yeah, mean man. Yeah, I mean I think we were the under I think no one expected us to do well this season and I think a lot of guys that did well for me were picked in the later rounds like Zeem he was my last last pick. He was the third last mm. pick of the draft and he played amazing this season. I didn't find out that we had an elite center back in uh Salim until the playoffs. I think this guy was going to be a third or second round pick next year because he plays defense so well. But I hope people sleep on him. And overall, yeah, I'm happy with my team. Uh we had injuries. Yusuf wasn't uh, 100%. Forget 30%. He was like 15%. <laughs> I don't I don't think he did a full like his trademark is sprinting up and down. I don't think he did that once the whole game because of his injury. Mm, that's so, rough. And then losing our third round pick in Shahar. I wish we had him as well, but You know it's all a part of the game. Mugger played pretty well too, you know. I I give Ado credit. He he came in clutch and that's what first round picks do. They come clutch when you need them the most. Um yeah, so let's do some final preview here. Who do you guys think has the edge, Musser or Mavrib? So is Danish injured? Like that's my question. So the rumors are saying that Danish is out for the finals. I can't verify it, but uh that's what Farhan told me Farhan on their well, well there's two Farhans not Farhan Azmat Farhan but he informed us that Danish is out of the finals not sure if that's true though it might be psychological wait is, yeah yeah he's out so i guess i'll go first i mean i think based on that like injury they'll be like and them being short like must is definitely going to have the edge there even the regular season you know they beat them Um I don't know if Fawad was there for that game uh but um they definitely have the edge and they have they have an addition to because they lost Umeshek to injury and they got I feel like a much better replacement um 100% and Fawad yeah right so like that gives them like a huge edge they're already a very good defensive team um yeah. they can also score they move the ball around very well 
and um, as much as I like uh, uh, Maghreb, um, I think they're definitely going to have the edge because they're a well, much more well-rounded team. What if Dadesh was playing? Would your opinion change? Um, I think it would be a lot closer because, you know, his leadership on the field and just the way him and Adil move the ball, it would, gives just a lot more potential for them to, like, you know, uh, yeah, just that, score in bunches. Danish just creates a lot of space when he's on the field, right? He just mm-hmm. uh, he controls that midfield really, really, really well. Um, and there are very few players who do that in BISL to his perfection, mashallah. So his, his injury, I do think, kind of hinders uh, their chances. I do think Maghrib will put up a fight and they will definitely um, uh, like not just roll over and, and, and not put up a fight. I do think also Masar does have the higher edge. Just too many pieces on that team are working really well together right now for them. Um, and then you have in my X factor, like I think Omar is going to have that, like, you know, the, one of those breakout games. Like it's, it's crazy to even imagine like, you know, oh, two years ago and how much the talent has increased in this league. To, uh, like when Omar came into the league, he dominated. And now we have players who are working with him and together they're dominating as a, in one team. Um, so, yeah, I do think uh, as well, Masar does have the slight edge. But Maghrib will put up a fight and could surprise everyone too. You never know. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think so as well. Masar, I believe, has the edge. Um, not having Danish, I think it's going to put a lot of pressure on Adil to perform. Um, I think Danish takes a lot of the pressure on off of Adil because he pulls some of the defenders and um, and opens up more space for Adil to you know, use his uh, speed and get, get in there. Um, but like now that the Danish won't be there, there's no second offensive threat. So Ado's going to have to carry a lot of the burden for uh, Maghrib. Um, but yeah, I, I think Messer definitely has the edge. Yeah, and I think Adel, well, not Adel, but Maghrib faces a tougher offense than they did against us in the semifinals. So, and I personally believe well, we'll get to that later, but I'll start with the goalies. Who do you think has the better goalie? Is Saqib for uh, Musser or Hanan for Maghrib? I haven't um, really seen Hanan much, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I personally have seen Hanan and, and both Saqib play. I do think uh, Hanan does have the edge simply because I think Hanan has a lot more lateral movement i guess like i've seen hanan just go lay his body and not to say not to take anything away from soccer because he literally did shut us out on so many different uh, plays but if you're talking about a slight edge i do think hanan has a slight edge when goalie um i'm gonna go with Sakib. um the the performance that he put out in the penalty shootout i was amazed by his uh, really good skills yeah and um uh, I, I I think he's uh oh, I I'm curious to know like is he gonna be playing that position next year too because he's really good at this like he's re- he's a really good goalkeeper. Yeah, he's actually a really good striker too. He's doing he's playing goalkeeper because of uh, injury reasons. He just says he just can't run properly anymore. But uh, he's yeah he's at least he's doing really well in goalkeeping. For me personally, I've seen both of them play, and I feel like Hanan. Coming from a hockey background, he gives up too many rebounds, and the rebounds are always in front of him, and that's kind of okay in hockey. 
But in soccer, that's kind of suicide because if you have other guys running for those rebounds, it's going to be a goal. So mm-hmm. I, I sent footage to my team in the semifinals of a lot of clips of Hanan just fumbling easy shots and not being able to scoop them up. So I think Saqib has the edge just because of that fact. He doesn't give as many rebounds as Hanan. And Where did you get this footage from, Ducky? Who do you have uh, filming for you? I I filmed it myself. Oh, okay. You could Damn. be filming so many teams. Sad dedication. Sad. Next season, join Hijaz. You'll you'll come to realize how many tactical um, plays we go through and uh, how much research we uh, Taki does behind the scenes. Okay, interesting. I like the dedication. Oh. Yeah, that's that's my favorite part of being GM. It's just a tactical whole tactical component. I love it. I love analyzing teams also. And I'll come into my analysis of both of these teams later. Well, we all will. I mean, but, like, uh, one, one point I just want to add, like, I think that's one of the biggest reasons for Hijaz's success and we overachieve is because of what Taki does. Like, he does a lot of analysis that doesn't go to notice. But if you're on his team, you'll find out how much effort he puts into um, studying the, the other team and uh, getting information on how, how to beat them. Nice. I don't want to interrupt Mustafa. Keep talking more about me. <laughs> no, I, I, Saad had a lot of interest. I was like, all right. <laughs> all right, let's move on to their defense. Can I start with this one? Of course. So I think, I think Maghrib defense is really leaky, and I don't think they're that good defensively. And I think that's one of the reasons they have to play a counter-attack system is to compensate for their bad defense. I mean, they have Farhan. He's he's really good defensively, but you can easily out-muscle him. I think we kind of did that in the semifinals, and that's uh, something that Musser will look to expose as well because I'm sure they were watching the game. But uh, defense, I mean, I don't know if you guys will disagree with me, but it's hands down Musser. You have Shaheen, you have Ehab, you have Humaid. Like, you have those guys playing defense, and when when you're forward... You can do whatever you want. You can lose the ball in midfield. It doesn't matter. I got Ehab and Shaheen and Humaid behind me who will recover. And then it allows you to focus on only scoring, which is why I think Omer and Fawad are doing so well this season is because they have that solid foundation behind them, allowing them to take any risks. Because I've seen Fawad do like, uh, like deking people right in midfield sometimes right in front of his own box, just deking around, and that's very risky, but he knows he has the cleanup crew behind him, which allows him to do that. So I think overall, their their team is extremely balanced. You have great offensive threat, and then that defense is the foundation that allows that offense to do whatever they want. But maybe you guys have a different opinion. Was, was Ehab playing defense last game? I thought he was playing as a striker. He was playing, I think he was playing more of a forward, but I think it's the fact that depending on how the game goes, like if they score the first goal and they drop Ehab to defense with Shaheen and who made, let's, let's say they play three in the back and have Fawad and Omer up front, then I, I don't know who's going to score on that team. Yeah, I'm, I'm, thinking, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there's uh, switching uh, Ehab and who made. Like I think I think those two switch. Like they, one of them plays forward and defense, and then they switch back and forth. I think. Oh, okay. That's. I think they were switching. Like that's the one good thing about their team, right? They're very fluid. They can. They have guys who can play multiple positions, 
Um, like even Omar, I think, was playing a defense in the beginning. Oh yeah, Hashim was saying that. So like, yeah. um, like that's like it's a great strength for them because they they have a good system. They understand it and they can move the ball well. So it allows the defense to like relieve pressure. They they don't feel as much pressure from the offense because um, they just they're just so solid and hard to get through. So definitely give them the defensive edge there. And I think you're right, Taki Mugger would definitely have to play that counter game and try to take advantage of the open field when they have it. Yeah, Mustafa and Omar, you guys are free to chime in. Uh, yeah, I, I I think so as well. I think. Uh... I think Mustard does have the advantage on defense for sure. Um, uh, yeah, I, th- I think uh, Maghrib uh, just uh, doesn't add, stack up to the same level as Mustard on defense. Yep, agreed. I agree as well. Yeah, overall, I, I mean, it's worked for them at the end of the day because Maghrib's in the finals. So playing that, staying deep and counterattacking with uh, with Adil's speed and Donish's playmaking, and then Harris, who I think is um, underrated as well as a striker, especially. So I I just think that defensively, those guys need to step up. Like uh, Shiraz needs to step up, and everyone else that plays defense, they just need to step up because you're facing probably the most. Yeah, you are facing the most balanced team in the league in the finals, and then. But what about an attack? Let's say if Donish is playing, which we still don't know for sure, do you guys still rate uh, Musser's attack better? I think with Donish's injury um, and and him being a question mark, I I do think Musser definitely has a bigger attacking advantage. Um, they just with Donish out of the picture. Uh, he, Yes, Adil's amazing. Like he can play make he do he can do playmaking on his own, but that's on the other side. You have too many players on on Masur who are able to do that. Like everyone from defense to their midfield to their offense um, can really push the ball up very quickly and knows how to finish as well. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, like without Danish, there'll be some, I think, issues. But I think, like you mentioned, Harris, uh, Taki, and um, I play, I play, I've played with him, like you know, outside of the league. Um, he's somebody who can definitely score in bunches too. He's he's good with the ball, and I think if Farhan uh, kind of pushes up a little bit because he can move the ball around with them, they can kind of have a, a little bit of a stronger attack. Obviously, without Danish um, uh, present, um, that'll kind of help them give a boost. Um, so they kind of need to take advantage of those three players kind of coming together and and try to kind of put it in the net if they can. Yeah, and Mustafa? Uh, I think offensively, they kind of match up. Um, if you got Harris up there with uh, Adil, um, both I've, I've seen them both score good goals and like th- throughout the season so I think um, the combination of those two against Omar and Fawad I, I think I think it should be an equal match offensively it's really about I think it's going to come down to who plays better defense really yeah that's true and who, who do you guys think is like the X factor for both teams and why we'll start with Musser first Who wants to go first? It doesn't have to be 
um, the main players like Fawad and who's someone else that may stand out that may make a big difference. Or maybe I mean, like yeah. like Masar has like the 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 brother who got who replaced Omer Sheikh. I think what is his name? Is his name Atif? Yeah, Atif. I mean, I think he's like what the leading scorer in the playoffs. So and he opened up the game uh, against us too. Um, he's good and he's definitely you know coming off the bench, having somebody who can put it in the net, move the ball around, um, uh, who has good yeah. positioning. Um, that's definitely the exact factor for uh, Masar. I would say. Yeah, that guy's got a lot of energy and he has a hat on when he plays. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Can we get to the bottom of this? Uh, we need we need to find out why. Yeah, Is, he, no is he genuinely he feeling cold when he's playing? Because I get it. <laughs> well, we shouldn't uh, say I, I, it's a toque. I think it's a toque, sorry. It is a toque, yes. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I think I, I agree with Saad. I think uh, Atif has definitely made that team a lot stronger offensively, and he is the X, X factor. I think so fast, man. So fast. He's a, he's actually always been like that. I remember. I think his first season he joined. He he was playing on our team in Cham, and it, this guy is just nonstop hustle. Like, yeah. I remember <laughs> we used to send him on the pitch, and I think Sha would just be yelling at him like, "Go hard, go hard!" And he would just be <laughs> running up and down the pitch like nonstop. <laughs> Like what he was just demanding of... hustle from him, and he was just he was delivering on the hustle every time. And I remember he scored a couple goals that season too. So I knew, I knew he could always get goals coming off the bench. But now that he's on a team that can create great passes, he's getting a lot of those chances to score more goals. So he's got what five goals I think in the playoffs so far. Who did he replace again? Well, who dropped out on Musser? Omer uh, Sheikh. Omer Sheikh. Oh, what round was Omer Sheikh drafted? Do you I guys think, remember? I think it was eight, eight rounds. It doesn't matter. It was a steal. Oh, it was a my steal God. Okay. Wait, that's like, you know, this like was it was an a eight complete... round replacement? Yeah. Scored five that's, goals that's, in the playoffs. That oh don't make my. no sense, man. Wow. Not most of I wish you got injured now. Why me? We have player players on my team. Our team. Someone else. <laughs> Yo, that's. I mean, I don't know. That that's kind of a massive upgrade. I didn't know it was an eighth round pick. I thought it was around like sixth or something. I mean, the build of that team is still controversial. Like, there's so many stuff that is questionable on that team. But oh man, well, I guess. But what everyone... always gets away with this? I want to say that. But what always wow. gets away with this? Oh, okay. So Hashim's updating us with live info, and he said that Atif's average pick in the league was seventh to eighth round. So, correcting us with facts silently. Just spreading fake news, I guess. Yeah, Mustafa, you need to stop that. So, um, what about Musser? Other than Fawad, Omer, Shaheen, well, that's I'm Shaheen's my X factor, man. I've played with different sports with this guy in playoffs. He's a different beast. He's one of those. But he's guys. he's a starter though. So like he's you can't a starter. Pick him. That's true. So I'll pick outside of a starter on Musser. Uh, that's a tough one, man. They they got a lot of good guys. At the end of the day. Um, I'm, I'm picking Mike Spector as um, the the greatest defenseman to ever play. Hashim Ghazi. Hashim is solid. Hashim is Bro, very let's underrated. Go. I'm telling you, underrated plays the body, stays in front of you. Mm. Does not let you get around him. Yeah, and I 
Hashim's lost weight since he since the league first started too. So I think that's also the, one of the reasons his positioning's improved, his agility's improved for sure. Yeah, so jogging is amazing, mashallah. Very plays very well. Yeah, and he's not scared. He's got some bravery in him too. So I guess we both agree it's going to be Hashim, our X factor. Yeah. I don't know who you guys are going to pick though, but there's a lot of options. There's uh, Hassan Chaudhry as well. Mm-hmm. He's also a great defender. Um, See, yeah, yeah, I was gonna good. say before I said Hashim, I was gonna, I was thinking of Hassan, but that guy gets too much credit, man. He's good at every sport that he plays: basketball, good at it; softball, good at it; soccer, good at it. Mashallah, it's like an all-rounder. So I don't, I think, I, I wouldn't take him as an expert. He's like one of the main guys who makes any team better. Mashallah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, that's one of the things I think Maghrib is missing Missing that because when I was facing Maghrib, there's nobody like really like riling the guys up during the game. Like I do that with my team. I'm the one doing that. I'm always yelling vamos in Spanish and motivating, trying to motivate guys, pumping guys up. But I noticed Maghrib, it was just very silent and they only did their pump up during the halftime talk. So one of the things that they really need to improve is they need to talk, just scream, just just yell anything. Just that's what I tell my guys to do. Just keep talking, and if you keep talking, especially when you're playing defensive, it really helps with your con- concentration. It helps you keep sharp. It helps you man mark properly, and overall defensively, you will play better as a team. I think they really got to do that. So even if they, if they had like a Hassan Chaudhry type guy who's who talks a lot on the field, he's always pumping guys up, and even on the bench, he's always yelling, always supporting. You re- you really really need that, and I think Maghrib needs to sit down and really think about maybe Danish can do that now that if he's not really playing, he can really like I want to hear him scream. In my opinion, I think that really helps. Um, but what do you guys think Maghrib needs to do to win? Like tactically, like what kind of a plan or advice or tips can you guys give them? Because they're, in my opinion, I think we all know they're the heavy underdogs. Uh, like in terms of like X factor for them too, though, like I would say like Bassam is going to be the X factor. And if him, Adil, oh, right. uh, Harris and Farhan together can, you know, have some good synergy. Because I think all those four guys can move the ball well. Um, I think the way... I see them play too is they're good at their spacing and they know where the guy is so they can get the passes off and they just need to control the tempo of the game. If they can do that and keep possession of the ball, um, uh, I think it'll that'll really help them um, put some uh, goals in the back of the net. I totally forgot about Basam that they, and you're 100% right, man. That, that kid has some speed. And he really doesn't like it when you deke him. Then he gets really physical. Solid so, yeah, what about you guys, uh, Mustafa and Omar? What do you guys think of the X Factor for Maghrib? Well, I was just thinking what you just said a little while ago. Maybe Danish would be the X Factor if he's standing on the sideline coaching his team and yelling. Oh, I think that, that could be the difference maker. Yeah. That could be the difference maker. You know, that, that, what, they, what they've been needing. But, um, like, apart from that, I was just thinking, like, I think uh, the, the biggest key that I key thing that I find about Maghrib is their speed. They, they have three players between Farhan, uh, Basam, and Adil that are really quick. Like, they all have a lot of speed. 
and then um, they can make runs up and down the pitch. And I don't think there's any other team that I saw that match that had that many fast players on their team. So mm. I think if they can force Maghrib to play a fast-paced game, sorry, if they can force uh, Masr to play a fast-paced game, um, I think that could be their advantage. Because what one thing I noticed against uh, Sham was how tired Masr looked in the second half. And That's true. They, they were lacking a lot of st- stamina in the second half. And I, I think if uh, Maghrib plays a fast-paced game and forces them to run with them, they could, they could easily get them tired very quickly. And then once they're, once they're tired, I think they can take advantage of that and just kind of walk into the score as many goals as possible. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's one of the reasons Sham came back last week was we know, we know we all noticed that Musser players were really tired in the second half. They were really, really gassing out. I think even Fawad was super gassed out. And uh, Saad took great advantage of that. And, and credit to them, they came back. So I think you're 100% correct on that stamina issue that they may have. And especially using Adil's speed and Basim's speed, like Saad said, like it's it's obvious that they'll have to play counter-attack, especially when they don't have Donish. But I think that's really good for them. I think they should play counter-attack. Maybe sit deep and just hit them on the counter every single time, wave after wave. But again, that requires a lot of concentration on defense and you need someone to be always yelling. And I think you're right about uh, Donish on the bench, always making sure that guys are sharp, making sure their positioning is right. And if they can do that, I think they can pull off a win here. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. If they can use their speed, it's like it's like having three cheetahs on the pitch. Like I remember yeah. against us last game, like when Bas- uh, Basum, uh, Adil, and Farhan when they were making run and they started crisscrossing, our de- our defense was getting confused because one would run this way, the other one would run this way, and then you didn't see the third one running in from the middle. So I think if yeah. we can do that as uh, between the three of them, they'll they'll definitely confuse. Uh, Muster for sure. Yeah, the only downside to Maghreb's attack, even with Donish, I feel, was they're kind of one-dimensional. They they were relying too much on counter-attacking and not really creating anything when they set up in the other team's end. So maybe Muster will, will purposely just let them have the ball and let them come into their end and counter-attack them. So it could uh, work the other way as well for Muster. Um, but yeah, defensively, I think, I think Maghreb will need to be ready to play very deep into their own end and let Musser come into your end so that they have space to attack behind them. I've watched a few Musser games and they tend to play really risky offensively. They they send four guys forward in attack and that leaves one-on-one in defense with mm-hmm. a, the other team's striker. So if, if you have, I don't know, like a, someone slow on defense and it's Adil that's standing there waiting for the counterattack, one-on-one, Adil's going to burn you, man. If, if they get that goal, the first goal, I think Maghrib can hold it down the rest of the game. Yeah, but just like you said about the defensive, like, you know, strength for them to hold on and make that yeah. turnover and push across. So that'll be really key for them. Yeah. Yeah, maybe their defense can join in the counterattack too once in a while. Like Farhan, he's got speed. He can definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah, and um, Omar, you got anything you want to add? I think Omar Abaya had to drop off, so he oh, is no longer with us. 
Oh, okay, that's okay. Uh, there's too many people in here anyway. <laughs> okay, so uh, what do you guys? Okay, so let's say if Maghrib does score first, what do you guys think Musser needs to do to win? Sorry, can you repeat the question? Yeah, so what do you think Musser needs to do to win? Musser just play their game. You know, they have, I, I think they have very good, like, uh, tactical um, strategies that they implement. Like, even with us, the first half, they they implemented their game plan as long as they stick to it. Um, even though they kind of got gassed out the second half, if they're mentally strong and stick to the game plan, um, that'll just kind of, like, win them the game. Um, they have all the pieces for it. Yeah, I, I think I agree as well. Like they, they have such a balanced team that I don't think they need to do anything too differently. I think they just need to play their natural game that they've been playing the whole time. And uh, that should just bring them success. I think Maghrib is Maghrib's the one that's going to have to do something differently a little bit. They're the ones with the pressure on them, definitely, right? They're the underdogs here. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think you guys are both right. Mustard just needs to play the way they've been playing. They're, I don't think they have any injuries either, which is huge in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. you, you have a team that's 100% fit, and they're in form. Their morale is high. So I think they're the clear – I agree with you guys. They're the clear favorites coming into this matchup for sure, and they don't really have to change much. I mean, eventually I think they will score. But I think if Maghrib scores first, I don't know. I think I think they can uh, – somehow hold on to that lead after the first half or something, then I think Mugger might win. But that's a big if. That's a very big if. That would be interesting. But, like, if, like, they do, if Mugger does score first, which is very possible, um, their pressure is going to be constant throughout the game. So Mm -hmm. Mugger will have to be very, very, like, mentally strong to, like, withhold that attack continuously. Um, but yeah, I, I'm 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 rooting for Maghreb, by the way, um, obviously. Um, so let's see. Hopefully the boys can pull it off. Other can score a few goals. Basam and Harris can help pitch in. Um, best of luck to them. Yeah, I think everyone. Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think the score is going to be then? Man, that's tough to say. Yeah, that's that's really tough to say. Like, if it's a close game, it could be two one. But then again, mm-hmm. if the one team just goes on a run, then it's, it, it could also be a blowout. Possible. Yeah, yeah, it, that's possible too. Like, one team could go on a run. Yeah, I think if Mustard scores, it's going to be like five one. But if uh, Maghrib scores first, then I think it'll be probably like a two one game for Maghrib. Yeah, I think if Maghrib was to win, I don't think it would be like a blowout. I think it'd be a close game. But if Maghrib was to uh, win, I think they might it might be like a blowout. Like it's it might be like like you're saying five one four one something something with a bigger scoreline. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't have a score. I don't have a score prediction, but I, I hope it's a close game. I hope they have a good game and uh, something to be entertained by. I'm gonna definitely go and watch. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely be there to watch and cheer on whoever we want to win, which I think everyone wants Maghrib to win. Yeah, <laughs> Donish out on the bench, give him some tips if he wants yeah. it. 
Well, I'm uh, yeah, I'm going for Maghreb as well to win this. I'm hoping, you know, we got our carpool buddies playing on that team, Farhan and Adil. So uh, I'll, I'll use the Ehab's line on this, you know, like I'm rooting for the underdog. Yeah, is there anything else you guys want to add about the season, about the league? Um, just really happy that it started back up again and, you know, had a great season. Shout out to my team, everybody. We played, you know, a great season. I had a lot of fun. Um, also enjoyed just beating everybody in the league. A lot of new faces. And, yeah, I'm, like, really excited for next season and look forward to playing with, you know, different players, some of the same players, hopefully. And, yeah, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I know. Um, thanks to the organizers, uh, organizers, uh, organizer, organizers, what am I saying? Uh, thanks to the... Thanks to the organizer, organizers for uh, putting really? the team back together. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong, going on with my tongue, bro. I keep rolling. What, are you try- what word are you trying to say? Let me Google it. Organizers. I was trying to say organizers. I don't know why. I'm watching the Raptors oh, game and I'm right getting distracted now. because the game's getting a little bit close. What game? What are you watching? We're doing a podcast. <laughs> I got the Raptors game running on the side. Are the Raptors even good anymore? I'm a bandwagon fan. Oh, they've been losing so. for a while. I'm hoping they can win tonight and get back on a roll. But yeah, like I was saying, I'm I'm happy the organizers got the league back up and running. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of sucked that we didn't have the season last year. It was actually kind of yeah. depressing, you know. Like I, I, this is like the only thing I look forward to during the winter. So it was nice to have it back up. But now it kind of sucks when you're when you get knocked out and you have to wait about eight months <laughs> to play a game. It's a love hate relationship. It's long, it's like the longest eight months. I think that. I think that's what makes the league so special. Like, I think we all look forward to it so much that when it's over, like, it's hard waiting that long. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, there's a note here. Uh, the league will uh, actually have an open run on this Sunday from 10 to 11 for all players from the season to play. So uh, this is an invitation for everyone in the league to come out and watch the finals, and then we can play footy for a good hour. So if Sweet. you is, is if that during uh, the final or like uh, yeah after, after the, the final. final so so the the finals at nine o'clock it'll end at nine fifty and we can play from ten to eleven. Oh, okay, but yeah. if um, if Musser is like winning seven one or something, maybe we'll just ask the ref to end it after the first half so that we can start the pickup game <laughs> early. Honestly, honestly, I think Mustard is gonna kill Maghrib. I don't think it's even gonna be a close game. I was trying to be like nice and motivational. It's I think it's gonna be an easy win for them. Even if Donald tell us, tell us what you tell us what you really think, Taki. Yeah, I I I'm tired of this. I I think <laughs> Mustard is gonna easily dominate, man. Like the team is too stacked. I think the only team that could have beaten Musser was a uh, Hijaz, and unfortunately, we're not. Wow. Even no, I I don't know, man. I it's gonna be tough. It's gonna Sadly. be tough. Why are you surprised? We're the only team that beat them in the season. We oh are, bro. God, We're the only man. ones that beat them two. Check one. the re- check the record. Check the facts. Exactly. Best of luck to best of luck to Maghreb. I think you guys can do it. You guys can score a bunch of goals and just keep your lead. I have I have faith in you guys. See, this is why I wanted to draft Saad Khalid. I was really conflicted. But this, you went for Mister Thirty Percent, bro. He was 15% with that injury, man. I feel bad for him, but 
yeah, I wanted to draft you because of this this determination, man. Is he still positive? It's a giant. It's a giant that you, that uh, Maghreb is facing. But you know, if you have Saad Khalid on the team, he would say things like this: and "This is what Maghreb needs. <laughs> some, some. Uh, what is it? What is this? A delusion? Oh, not delusion. <laughs> delusion. Determination. Wow. <laughs> determination. Determination. Yeah, my brother had him all high on the list too. I remember he was showing me. He was gonna. He was looking to draft you as well. Saw it. Can do it, right? GM, if a GM was to drop out, would you want to be a GM? No, I can't do that. Man. It's too much pressure. Really? Too much. Yeah, I don't know. It's too much. I get. I'm like, yeah. I'd rather just be like a role player who just yells at people on the pitch, um, and I'd have to deal with the stress of managing the team. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You got to love that stuff. That's the stuff I love. I think Mustafa wants to be a GM in the future. But nice. uh, we'll see what happens. Inshallah. Um, Inshallah. Yeah, so I guess um, if you guys go have anything else to add, you can go ahead and say it now. Otherwise, it's been a great episode and great talking to you guys. And I can see you guys on Sunday, Inshallah. Sounds good, man. Thank you very much. Take care, everybody. Assalamu alaikum. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.